Good morning, all. This is Russell, your host with this morning's encounter with the Lord. Welcome to this morning's session. How are we all? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. That your name be the name above every other name in our thoughts. In your name, the name before every other name. The God of Israel who is mighty among his people, among us. The one who lives among us and now within us through his spirit. Giving life to every dead part in our life. Making us alive in the spirit. Revealing his presence to us. We thank you, Father, for this new day. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that you call us by name to be with you here, to talk to you. You take special interest individually giving us attention to see what's going on in our lives. And it is you who reveal to us the path ahead, the direction, the answer to all the challenges that we carried over into this morning. We thank you, Father, that you first pour out your peace and your joy into our hearts. When we come to you in prayer, you grant us your gift, the gift of faith. To be able to rely on that word. And when we believe in our hearts that what that word says will come to pass, the joy that it produces, Lord, that comes from you. That joy keeps us steadfast so that we are not shaken no matter the lies spoken by the enemy. And we want to share that same peace and that same joy, Lord, that comes when we listen to you, when we connect with you in our spirit, when we hear from you your word. And we speak that same word in prayer. We want to share that same joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name. We share your peace and joy with all those that are called Christians and have not yet encountered you. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. All those that have limited their encounter with you to a Sunday morning mass. And we want to share your peace and joy with all those that have chosen to walk away from you, choosing darkness over you, choosing lies, choosing a false doctrine over what you, our Father, want to teach us as a way of life. We share your peace and your joy, Lord, with all those that have not yet been quickened, that do not see a relationship with you of any value. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our God, our creator, the name of our father, the rock of ages, the rabbi teaching all generations. 
through his word, through his son, through his spirit. The one who is our shield, who covers us under his wings, our protector. The one who is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. That we might walk in his way of abundance. That we might walk in the dominion that he planned for us. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. The one who taught us faith, the one who taught us prayer. The one who taught us to call God our father. The one who laid down his life willingly out of the joy of our salvation. The second Adam who set up a template for us that when we comply with it, we are able to fulfill and live in the kind of abundance that God had planned when he created Adam, the first one. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth who guides us into all truth, the spirit of resurrection who gives life to our mortal body, the one who quickens us to grant us revelation and understanding of what the word of the Lord means. The one who heals our backsliding. The spirit of light, the spirit of life, the spirit of El Shaddai, the all-powerful. The father of all spirits who has made his tabernacle within our own hearts. We can only imagine the amount of power that is made available here within our spirit when he, the father of all spirits, to whom every spirit in the universe, in the physical realm or in the spiritual realm, are subject to, they must obey him. And he has made his residence within us. That is the authority that God has himself bestowed upon us if we are able to tap into it and use it in the right way to command that authority. We thank you, Father, for the gift of light, for the gift of life. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with the gift of your Son, Jesus, and your Spirit to be our advocates up in heaven and here on earth. So that every time we fall, they are advocating our case, interceding for us. And we are able to be washed clean once again. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with the gift of your word, where we are given an understanding of your principles, your prophecies, your promises. We are able to use them as your eternal word written in stone, where heaven and earth shall pass away, but that word shall not pass. And whatever it says, that must come to pass. That must happen. We're able to speak it under the name, under the authority of the name of Jesus and command those situations to be transformed into that direction. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels and destiny helpers. That every time when we need a situation, we need help in a situation. You have made that provision available. 
where we can command and dispatch angels in the name of Jesus. You have made available your destiny helpers, carefully and strategically planted in specific areas of our life. That they shall come to our aid when we need them and when we call on that aid. We thank you, Jesus, for the beautiful nature around us, for the birds, the animals, for the plants, for everything that you have given us stewardship over, to manage, to maintain, to sustain, and to rebuild, to replenish. We thank you, Father, that you have given us yourself to commune with you, to be our Father, for us to have that relationship with you that we are able to speak with you at any time. We are able to make a prayer at any time. And you are always there by our side. You have never left us. And you in your word have said, Jesus, that you will never leave us. You will always be with us. We thank you, Lord. This morning as we pray, we continue on our reflection on joy. We have prayed on joy for most of the week, seeking to understand its connection between faith and joy. And there was a revelation that I had received yesterday, which I shall repeat again today for the benefit of those that missed it. Also for us to ponder over it a little more. The devil is only after your joy. If the devil cannot steal your joy, he cannot keep your goods because that joy is a measure of your faith. So today I'd like us to look at ways we could lose our joy and how to recover or even maintain it. So first let's look at ways in which we might lose joy. And there are two key ways. The first one is sin. Sin brings guilt and in some instances even shame. And that can steal our joy. Isaiah 59 verse 2 tells us, Your iniquity, your iniquities have become a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you. So that he does not hear. This separation can cause our joy to diminish. Being cut off from God. That could be through our iniquities. That could be through all distractions, all forms of busyness. Our own worldly pursuits in our life as well. And the second one is grieving the Holy Spirit. When we disobey or rebel against his word. When we do things that displease him, we grieve him. And that again takes away takes us away from him and drains our joy. There are two main ways that joy can be. So these are the two, way, two main ways that joy can be stolen by attacking our relationship with God and infecting our faith. Beware about any circumstance that seems to be attacking your relationship with God, either through busyness, prayerlessness, or any which way. Or something that seeks to infect your faith, to shake it a little. Be very careful about the people involved there or the circumstance. 
Now let's look at how do we recover our joy. And there are a few ways. The first one, since sin was the first reason, confessing that sin and asking for forgiveness is the best way to restore it so that the burden is taken off our shoulder, our chest. Knowing that the Father is quick to forgive and take us back is definitely a big consolation. So every time we feel, we feel the weight of sin on us, the sooner we confess our sins and failures to the Lord, the sooner we can enjoy that sweet fellowship with Him once again and our joy can be restored. And when we confess our sin, we need to renew our mind and make a fresh start and move on. For he himself says that he remembers our sins no more. He has cast them behind his back. So he tells us to remember them no more. Be brimmed up again with your joy and continue from where you stopped. Number two, read the word of God daily as a way of feeding our spirit. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. So that when we hear his word that contains his promises for us, when we get to know him better, our relationship with him grows and that brings joy. Our faith also grows and that as well builds joy for faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word. So as we keep reading the word, our joy and our faith are both brimmed up accordingly, parallelly. Number three, a third way is speaking to the Lord more often. Building that relationship, that closeness with him. And all the time, if possible, communing with him, a fellowship keeps your spirit connected to his. So there is joy. And so worship plays an important part in maintaining our joy as well. Speaking to the Lord, praising and worshipping Him. Staying connected with Him in the Spirit. Number four, fellowship with other believers. In particular, those that are on a similar journey as you are. And this is where prayer groups like ours come in, where you can share revelation and wisdom from the Word with each other. You can pray with each other and for each other. And if anyone is down, you can lift each other up. That fellowship with other believers will help rebuild joy. And the fifth one is by helping or serving others. You can be a giver. You can help others in whatever way possible. For this is our calling. To love God and to serve others. So by serving others, we may find our purpose in life and consequently derive joy out of it. Now I've mentioned earlier about if the devil cannot steal your joy, then he cannot keep your goods. So one of the most common ways that he steals and his job is to steal just as we have seen in John 10, 10, Jesus defining who he is and what he does. One of the most common ways he steals is by making you angry with what people say. To you and about you. 
so that you react out of ego or pride and attack the person. Anything that can get you worried, anything that can get you upset, Beware of all those situations. Make a conscious effort to steer away from them so as they not allow so as to not allow them to steal your joy. And the answer so for this would be to consider your response before you speak. The question to ask is, is it worth it? Am I achieving something or am I just losing my joy and my calm for no reason? So when people insult you, betray you, make a comment about you, break your heart. Ask, is it worth me getting angry or upset or even feeling hurt? But in many instances, those people may not even matter in your life. They are unimportant. Are you going to let someone who is unimportant modify the way you feel about yourself? Tamper with and steal. Often make that mistake of reacting to them guilty about what we have said because that is unlike us. We have made a mistake, we have sinned. The only way is to quickly turn around and come back and ask for forgiveness. You can only feel hurt in those circumstances if you accept their word, their insult, their comment. But if you refuse to accept it and ignore it, if you do not let it affect your state of mind and your joy, if you discern it and quickly steer away from it, you're able to maintain your joy intact and it cannot be stolen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us hold on to that layer of discernment that we place between us and everything that we receive, everything in our circumstances, every word spoken to us. So that we run it past this filter and ask the question, is this an attempt to steal my joy? And if we are able to discern it, then we quickly steer away from it so as to keep our joy intact and to maintain our faith, knowing that your word is eternal and remembering that at all times. So no matter what people say to us, if your word says differently, we hold on to that truth and we do not listen to the lie spoken through people, by the enemy. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we pray this morning, we pray for our physical needs as well, physical and temporal needs, especially all those requests that have been made on the prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are hospitalized that have or that will undergo surgeries this day. All those that are battling the COVID disease right now. We pray for all those 
that are battling all kinds of life-threatening circumstances. We cover them in your precious blood, Lord Jesus. For through that blood, there is healing. It is by your stripes and wounds that you took the punishment on yourself. You became that chastisement, that punishment for us. So that through your act of atonement, our lives are saved. And there was healing released from your stripes and wounds. And we claim that healing for these are brothers and our sisters that we pray for. We pray also for every family that is part of the Brisbane Prayer Group. For every family that is also undergoing separation in any way. Through misunderstandings on a lower end, but also through violence, abuse, infidelity, anything that seeks to steal your presence from them, steal their joy in that relationship, Lord. We come against it in the name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. We confess our own as well, Lord. The areas of our lives where we find ourselves limited and we find it beyond our ability to restore. Where we've tried and we've failed, we surrender it all to you, Lord. We pray in faith. We speak against every such stronghold under the authority of the name of Jesus. We declare every such chain, every such yoke of bondage broken under his authority. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. Freedom from every yoke, every bondage. We ask for your anointing to touch each of these lives that we now pray for, Father. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. In a special way, we pray for all those that have not yet received their gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for every soul that is saved today. Every heart, that everyone that will give their heart to Christ. But there are many in our own known circles that are still living in that total darkness. Quicken them, O oh Father, and let them call upon your name. For everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. This is what your word says and this is what we believe in. We now connect with you, Father, in our spirit. To make our prayer in the spirit and release our faith. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we speak our prayer in the spirit, in faith, you, O Holy Spirit, move on our behalf. You intercede for us, but it is also you who are the way maker, the miracle worker that hovers over every such situation that is void, shapeless, formless, hopeless. You give it hope, you give it shape, you give it life. You put your light into it. We thank you, Lord, as we now make our prayer. I encourage everyone 
that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of pray of tongues, please take that step of boldly in faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Lose your tongue and start speaking one syllable and ask him to take over. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you.
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for hearing us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for we know that you move when we pray. We thank you, Lord, for praying with us and being with us in this prayer of agreement. Thank you, Lord. The scripture that I've been given today is from 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9. Without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice with unutterable and exalted joy as the outcome 
of your faith, you obtain the salvation of your souls. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Proverbs 21, verse 21, where it is written, He that followeth after righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness and honor. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving any message from the Lord, I encourage you to please unmute and speak up. Or you could even type it in the chat. Father, we thank you that you reveal to us your mysteries in the word. Small little basic principles that we can apply in our life in the spirit and in our prayer life. In order to make them more effective. To maximize the outcome that we can receive from it. In our walk with you. And in abundance. The life that you want us to have. We thank you, Lord. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus, bearing our testimony and carrying his word. All for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless you. God bless everyone. God bless everybody. Bye. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.